Hello. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Good. Pretty good. Feeling good? You're awake? Everybody's good? I was up till almost 2 o'clock in the morning watching that Dodgers game. I fell asleep. Like, it's the longest running Dodgers game at uh, Dodger Stadium. 13 innings. Was it like six hours? It was six hours. The D-backs... <laughs> and uh, the Dodgers are like, they're battling it out. They're tied four, four, you know, all the way up until like, I don't know, about 135 or 115 or whatever it was. Um, I was kind of half asleep. I just know it was like a very unceremonious... And to like a really, it was just a brawl. Well, the first, the first game one, they broke the record for the most home runs in the opening day. That's with right. Eight. Game two, they they broke the record for the longest game at the Ravine. <laughs> right. <laughs> and lost. So it was. I'm 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 excited. Normally, I'm out. Like I'll watch 20 minutes of a Dodger game. He's in it like halfway through. Maybe he'll go the whole game if it's interesting. But you must have been tired. I was tired AF. You were sawing. <laughs> it was like a paper mill was in our house. Just like. So you say there was there was 13 innings? 13. And there's usually nine? N- yeah, nine is. It can <gasps> get decided in nine. Very good for the sports oh, ball. Oh, okay. I know things great. You're not that. I know sports. You're not that lost and queer. Uh, so, no, like, uh, I normally I'm the one because I'm, like, not into the sports ball so much. But I've become a Dodger fan by, you know, just association. Living in L.A. Living in L.A., being married to a native, that'll do it to you. So I was, I was invested, and I was very disappointed that we lost in that kind of 11th yeah. hour. It was Joe Kelly, the new, the new setup guy who gave up the three-run home run. I know. I feel bad for Joe, though. He um, was like, fuck. But like when it, on the marquee, when it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, the probably four to 500 people who were still left in, you know, out of what would have been 40,000, you know, six hours before were like, yeah, like diehard Angelinos are like, fuck yeah. There were no fireworks after the game. Cause it's like, you know, it's the next day. Yeah. The organist is playing like really sassy stuff. Like Saturday night's all right for fighting. And for the longest time by Billy Joel, like everybody was really snarky last night. <laughs> so I, I appreciate just trying to keep people awake. I appreciated that. Just the angel, the diehard Angelinos are like, I'm driving home from the ravine with no fucking traffic. Eat that LA. Yeah. Eat it. It Two like, o'clock in the morning. It was like the best thing. So I felt like, and I like, I just, I put on Instagram. Is anybody else up? And uh, I had a friend of mine, our friend, Eric, he was like, dude, when is this going to end? I'm like, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Okay. That was, that, um, so I say all that to say I'm tired, but I'm into baths these days. I rediscovered baths. The first time I've taken a bath in our house ever. <laughs> I've lived here nine years we replaced the faucet out. We got a new tap, the whole nine. And I've never taken it. We bathed the dog in there. So I decided, because I have chronic insomnia right now, probably, probably it's the grief thing. I don't know. But I decided, because a friend of mine was like, take a soaking bath in magnesium and stuff. And I was like, for the first time, I didn't balk at the West Coast kind of help. I took a bath, and now I'm addicted to baths. I'm probably going to get a bladder infection. But right up into the doors of that. I'm really enjoying the bath. So we got some Epsom salt, mixed ginger, mm-hmm. fruity fla-fla. So I'm like, I'm in it. All that stuff will probably kill all the bacteria in that bath anyway. So you'll be, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. Or I'll get a bladder infection. <laughs> so I'm feeling we'll like... We'll see. Re- Tune in. Well, yeah. I know you guys are like, <laughs> no way too much about me. Nobody wants to know any of this stuff. It's like forced TMI. <laughs> well, isn't all TMI like forced? Anyway. That's my story. I'm a little floppy. So I'm kind of like, I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, let's do it. I just want to nap, but let's do it. Let's do the podcast. <laughs> so, and what you were telling us is 70 degrees there and sunny in Morgantown. Yes, thank God. Are people just it's like great. naked on the street? 
Basically, yeah. I mean, it gets above like 42 degrees and like it becomes a whole different town. People are like outside on the lawn studying. I feel like I've done this spiel before, but like people just like go all out when it's like above 42 degrees. Because after that, that's like, oh, we can have like block parties and like the cops can be on us. Like, that's great. (laughs) Oh, they can start burning more couches. So they burn couches when it snows, but like we haven't really covered like what happens when it gets warm. So it's just a lot of flesh out of doors. Yeah. And drunken yard brawling. The streets are lined with broken glass and the cans of Natty Light beers. Just everywhere. I'm moving there. <laughs> College. They yeah. only burn couches for warmth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just do because it's Tuesday. It's necessity. Uh, that's cool though. That's good. I feel like we're back to our our rains over. I think our rain has left us. We might have a storm. It's fixing to storm these days. It's like it's coming up a cloud, but it'll yeah, it'll maybe. But it's we're, the great yeah. fake out. I think we're done. Well, we are done. I think according to our charts, it rains most in February. Oh, it does. And by the end of February, January, February. I by the that. end of February, the 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 rain level drops until the next winter, January, February. That's a hard word to say. February. It's like library. February. 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 Yeah. I always spell it wrong. Yeah. It's like Wednesday. I, I, I do it phonetically when I have to spell it. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. I used to have a hard time remembering how to spell eighth and fifth. Yeah. 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 It looks wrong yeah. every time. All like the when time. You spell eighth. <laughs> I feel so sorry for people who have to come here and learn English. Like, yeah. I would tell if I spoke Spanish and I moved here, I'd, get, I'd be getting my ass beat in the street by MAGA people right now because I'd be like, I ain't fucking learning English. Have y'all seen it? Don't even make no <laughs> sense. Like, at least my language is based in Latin. America just like, y'all just keep amending your dictionary every year with new shit. I'm not learning that fucking language. There's still <laughs> words. I will look up, I did the dictionary of the day on my screensaver just because it amuses me. And I'll see words going, what in the actual hell is that? I've never seen this word ever, like ever. I feel like you just you don't you just keep learning words. And they're just you know they're constantly making up words and just, adding yeah. it to the, yeah. the lexicon. That's what I'm saying. Like so you're you know? coming here trying to learn English and they're just like, "Oh yeah, there's 15 new words that everybody uses now." Motherfucker. I just graduated <laughs> from ESL. What? Anyway. Like motherfucker. It's just You know that, I had to do ESL <laughs> when I was a kid. What? You did? I had to do ESL at school when I was a kid, yeah. Cuz I was not American born. And so they assumed that I would need extra classes to keep up with my, this had no, like, this had no um, bearing on like how I was doing in class, which was fine. It's not like I was struggling. They saw that and they were like, we better put them in ESL. No, they just put me in ESL because I was born in Portugal. <laughs> wow. That seems and a little low level the, racist, doesn't yeah. it? It was around the time of like the whole the whole like No Child Left Behind Act by oh. Bush. Oh. It was around that time. So like from preschool to literally tenth grade of high school, they would drag me out of class. And especially in high school, I would ha- I would have to be dragged out and like take these like really dumb tests were you like and just even, so confused i mean like i was really confused i I, ha- I had to tell my mom i was like i don't know why they keep making me do this because it was really it was really dumb and the proctors are like i know you're a great student we have to do this i'm sorry if this like feels stupid but we have to do it and it'd be like they show you a picture and like point to the dog and i'm like oh, i'm no. 16 <laughs> oh shit i speak gay i mean I- can we talk about how tragic the dog's dog's collar is i mean what do you want from me the fuck yeah it was it was crazy. oh my, my god had to like my mom had to go to the school to be like he doesn't need this anymore He's literally in like, you know, like honors classes. I think he's fine. I have a story <laughs> about I, that. I appreciate your help. I appreciate your concern. But yeah, it was a whole a thing. Similar story. Not the same. But like I remember being pulled out of when what's the grade you learned to read? Well, I think it might have been like early first, second, third grade. Yeah. I got pulled out of one of the classes. I remember very vividly. And they pulled me into a class and they and it was like it was early in the morning. They took me into a class. They had all the alphabet dressed up in like outfits and they were like, okay, now let's learn ABCs. And I was like, what's happening? I learned my ABCs in kindergarten, yo. Like I was ABCDEFG and they were looking at me like, she's, you know, idiot savant. And I'm like, why am I in this class? And it turns out because my brother was a dumbass, they just assumed that it ran in the family (laughs) 
and they stuck me in this class. And I was like, yo, oh my God. yo, yo, yo. I'm like, I mean, and I was also just a super bright, well, I wasn't like, you know, a rocket scientist when it came to math or anything, but I was reading at a very, very early age. So yeah. just because my brother was a dumbass, so this is like the Alabama school system, right? So I'm, and it took it took a while. Like I was going home to my mom, doing the same thing with you. I'm like, I'm looking at pictures of the alphabet running around. They're like, okay, here's a number one, two, three, yeah. and I'm getting teacher like people like that, like and then people whose accent was so thick. I thought they were just saying the same letter over and over and again, like in typing class. I by sigh, and I was like, are we are we did we change letters? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm Sometimes a little I would kid. feel like those those cognitive tests they would yeah. like give patients in a hospital like after they had a seizure. Yeah. Because I had to put like the events in the order in which they logically happen, and I'm like, I'm 12. I, <laughs> but I think in some ways it like put me above everyone else because I was being reinforced like with the vocabulary oh. and the grammar, because they thought I needed help with it, but in reality they were just like making me drill it more okay well that's a good silver line you're not bitter about it so that's good yeah i'm not bitter about it i'm just kind of like why did that happen right (laughs) you're not scarred but it's like here's a story yeah you live through that so you could tell it on the podcast today exactly (laughs) and scene um that's so cool (laughs) what were we actually going to talk about on this podcast uh get us started what's the thing on your mind i know you have some thoughts by the way before we get into this, you talk about the in-game poster because I feel like did you on Tumblr? Were you adding me on Tumblr with that post about spoilers? What? Okay, so apparently oh you no, no 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 I, like, I know what post you're talking about. You <laughs> Before we talk about posters, like in-game spoilers, and I was just like, am I getting a lecture through Tumblr? You can talk to no. me. You can use <laughs> words. No, that was just David. Like, oh, that's a really good point, <laughs> David. David. Uh, <laughs> no, I just reblogged it. I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. <laughs> like, is he mad at me because I accidentally but continued to continue spoiling in game for myself? Is he mad at me, <laughs> David? Oh, that's so funny. No. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't okay because I feel like you're a person who would like directly say to me dude like i feel like yeah i'm not i don't subtweet people i just be like dude exactly dude, yeah. Yeah, dude stop. <laughs> David. alexis yeah um, but no the, the the end game posters came out um uh when did they come i think oh they came out monday because it's like it was a month exactly a month away from the the movie release and we got some cool things. Uh, we more or less got confirmation that Valkyrie is alive and also going to be in this movie. Yes. That's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. I love Valkyrie. Me too. Um, we got full confirmation that Shuri got dusted, even though I noticed that she was in the first trailer. People were really like shocked that she was like on the black and white poster. I'm like, yeah, it was in the trailer. Like she was one of those like floating heads going Who? around. Who? Shuri. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need her. So there's that. And now they, that that's the question of like, who's running Wakanda right now? Um, probably. Right. Mbaku. Yeah, probably. Mbaku didn't get a poster. I was sad. He needs his um, own. He needs his own <laughs> movie. He really does. I feel like Winston Duke at this point needs his own movie. I just love him so much. And he's he great. stole, he practically stole part of the Black Panther just by, just by sitting there on the throne. Just like, mm, you know, I'm a vegetarian. Like he just kind of, <laughs> I had the right character, right? That's who he plays, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Didn't want to be yeah. like super white there for a minute. Be like, I don't know my character names. I'm Black Panther. Mm. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. So the poster's out. Like I knew the poster was out. Because I don't know if you do, because you got me into the MCU, and because I follow every actor who's been in every Marvel movie, my personal account at least, and then I think our podcast account, and then I follow IGN of all the nerd sites already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw the posters like, like just for the first Monday into Tuesday, I'm like, I get it, I get it, I get, I get it. Yes, okay, yes. Oh, look at that poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of them. There's there a like, lot of posters. I think like 42 or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, and then there's the meme on the posters. So those are <laughs> coming out. 
Yes. <laughs> All these people are getting avenged. So that was pretty funny. And then, and then it sort of took a weird, crazy dive. All of the fan theorying about what's going to happen with Ant-Man flying up Thanos prompted oh my God. Josh Brolin to then sit on the toilet and strain like he's trying to crap Ant-Man out. <laughs> Probably the funniest thing that happened out of all of this. And oh I just, my God. <laughs> it just made me love uh, Josh Brolin even more. He just like doesn't take any of this shit seriously. I can't believe we let the Thanos theory get this far. I know, right? <laughs> Do you know the Russo brothers Instagram profile picture is that? Is it? It's it's essentially so they have like a Venn diagram, <laughs> but it's purple. On either side, it has Thanos's right butt cheek, Thanos's <laughs> left butt cheek. <laughs> And in the middle is like a photoshopped picture of Ant-Man. See? <laughs> they see, put that on their profile picture on Instagram. See, this is why I love it so much. I love it so much. Every day we stray further from God's light. I can't believe <laughs> we let it get this far. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe God. I can't uh, believe that this is a thing that we're going to be thinking about. It's so, uh, it's so, but I love it. I Maybe that was it. in one of the futures that Dr. Strange saw and apparently it didn't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know Thanos got some sort of like five level ring something happening in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that we're having to think this much about Thanos' butthole. I would have never even guessed this is where we would land. But it's apropos. And I love that they can run with it and no one's getting like super offended, especially when we live in like call out culture. It's just so yeah. nice. It's so no. nice that someone <laughs> isn't just ruining everything. So. Oh, God. I was very. So there's but I was, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. There was an international poster that came out that was really interesting because not only, again, did it have Valkyrie on it, they had like all of the people that got dusted sort of in the shadows yeah. under the heroes. So that was pretty cool. I mean, that's, I mean, like, it's... Like, never forget. We, we know they're they're coming back. We know they're coming back. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't surprise like me. It, it, it surprises me that they, they're head on like that. Like, they're, they, the put the po- they put the posters of all of the fallen to begin with. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I don't feel like it's like Game of Thrones. I mean, like there's so many obvious things that we talk about happening on Game of Thrones that you're like, yeah, it's just a given. It's like Aegon Targaryen for a lot of us. It's not a spoiler if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's like Aegon Targaryen was, you know, kind of in the book readers' minds for the longest time. And every year it would be like Aegon Targaryen, Aegon Targaryen, Aegon Targaryen, Aegon Targaryen. I was just like... Okay, guys, you know they're making a TV show. They're not going to just like season two, you know. So <laughs> yeah. we knew it was coming. And even though you knew it was coming when they brought it, you were like, oh, shit, this is awesome the way they did it. Like, just just wait yeah. for it, you know. And like the Red it. Wedding, like if you you know the Red Wedding is pretty brutal in the books. We're not going to leave that out of the show. And then all of us book readers were just sort of like just sat and just folded our arms and pulled out the popcorn and just heard the screaming. I know, I know some people that are still waiting for Lady Stoneheart. Yeah, Lady Stoneheart and the lemon cloaks and the whole nine. There's just not, there's not room. Yeah, there's just not room. So that's not happening, guys. And again, it's that whole, it's that whole comic book thing. Like, yeah, people come back from the dead. We know, right? (laughs) But on this show, it's how they come back is what we like to see. Yeah, Yeah. Game of Thrones, like, like they don't have time to bring. Like, we never even got into the whole. Uh, green seer thing and the reeds and where they live. There's a whole section, yeah, uh, that's in the main kingdom area that we don't even get to because we just you know just like Mira and Jojen and bye, you're dismissed. And it, it was thank you for saving my life. I am now a tree. Fuck off. Yeah, it was that flashback with uh, young Ned. That was all they gave him. That was it. It was how, how that Alan Reed. Reed. Yeah, he saved your ass. You told that story around the dinner table. He stabbed him in the back. He did. Damn. Ned a <laughs> lie. He a lie. So I feel like we know like there's, I mean, I don't know that we know that for sure, but it feels like you're going to bring everybody back. But I feel like they, that's not going to be the twist. You know what I mean? Like, right. And this is the thing. I, I, um, I'm very, uh, 
cautious anytime I make theories about this movie because more often than not, they everyone in Marvel has already yes thought of it <laughs> first of all. Right. So that's why that's also the reason why I don't think we're gonna see a big major death like Capertoni. Mm. I don't think because it seems so obvious. And if they did do it, they were they're probably going to do it in a way that we we didn't even expect. Mm. So that's my thing. I think it's going to be love something for, like that. I would love for Tony and Steve to like leave this movie completely unscathed and for them to like live out their years. I would love that. Um, and there is a possibility that that could be the case. It could be. You know. Yeah. But I feel like there there are other ways they can manufacture stakes. Than just sort of killing off their. I just don't think the Russos characters. are going to take us up to this moment and then just drop babies over cliffs and be like, "I'm oh, sorry, we're bumming you out," you know. This yeah, not, I mean, like, I've, DC. I've, I've seen the theory. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I've seen the theory that with the whole time travel thing, that Steve is going to travel back to 1945 and he's going to stay in there and live out his days in those years he was t- doing time as a capsicle. Um, so, so not, he's not dead, but he's like, he's dead. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, uh, the Russes are on their, uh, Indian press tour currently. Yeah. Um, I would like to believe that they saved things out. I think they've learned from the Game of Thrones thing. They've learned from their own world that even though this, there was this huge spoiler, spoiler on Reddit, don't go there if you don't want to know. Uh, and it may not be true. And that might've been an early incarnation. I still feel like the Russos kept things in the vault. And if you're smart enough, you know, the people who are involved in, say, a smaller scene or some kind of something, they could have saved some things out. So I don't feel like even the people who feel like they got the information have the mm-hmm. full information. You know, that happened sure. with a lot yeah. of times with Game of Thrones. Like they'll, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they intentionally leak things just to fuck with people because they know oh, that's yeah. part of it. I mean, like, there's a whole <clears throat> mindset now brought into development of a film that's this popular a franchise to Mm -hmm. fake people out put it under lock like game of thrones i don't go anywhere near it i don't want to hear anything like i'm just i don't want to hear well game of thrones they go as far as to do what they film like fake scenes don't they they did um i didn't think they were going to do it but they actually ended up doing that wow yeah and they don't even uh, there's no electronic version of any of the scripts they're hand delivered you get an idea of your lines. You have to learn your lines very quickly. The scripts are very sparse because it's very action heavy. Uh, last season, do they collect them back? They do. After you, wow. Woody Allen's been doing that for years. I'm sorry I have to bring him up, but uh, Woody wasn't off like ruining his career. The one cool thing that he did was he would have someone fly to the actor with the script. They would read it, mm-hmm. and then he would bring it back. Of course, nobody trying to figure out what's in a Woody Allen movie, so I don't know why he's gone all that trouble i think he just types he has the one copy that he types in an old typewriter and maybe it's just an eccentricity but like they started borrowing from these old kind of ways of doing it so i think that's yeah they might have even done that with this well also the end of infinity war was never like in print the way they did it was they just brought (laughs) there was this funny story where they brought in elizabeth olsen into a van (laughs) and told her so yeah today um we're going to film your death scene. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, you're, you're just going to disappear. And she's like, disappear. What does that mean? You can tell I've been watching a lot of interviews. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> fine. It's good. No, and th- that's one way to do it. And I feel like there was a lot of that going on, being pulled into a van and being told what's going to happen. Yeah, that happened um, to me, but it was a whole different thing. It was my childhood. We won't go there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Those, do you remember when I sent you those? like leaked set photos mm-hmm. of Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. Maybe even that wasn't real. Maybe they yeah. also have done fake scenes before. You I think know? they do too. I mean, I feel like, you know, they know that people are just boiling to do this because we know from the Star Wars examples, like people just famously spoiled a lot of the stuff around the, the, the latest Star Wars pictures. It was just like just assholery. So yeah. with that many people who are just trying to just living to be trolls, I feel like the Russo brothers got this on lock. Yeah, I follow this this guy on YouTube that sort of reports on all of this stuff. He does like he does Marvel, he does Game of Thrones and everything. And maybe like every other day I get a notification like latest endgame leak, hugest leak yet. And I'm like, I don't even watch it because I don't don't care. I don't want to know. It's weird how we've like factioned off into people wanting to know what happens in the movie immediately as soon as possible. And the rest of us just being like, well, be patient. 
Because it'll be yeah, worth it. Yeah, I want to see it play out. And I just accidentally just, I just kept reading. I don't know. I was, I was looking at, it was actually happened in the middle of the podcast with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it just stayed up on my screen while we were talking. And I, like, like I'm an asshole. I didn't close out the tab. And I just kept looking at it and staring at it going, oh. <laughs> so I just kept reading and going, oh. So even though, and now I've already like, because we know my memory. I've kind of already forgotten like huge <laughs> swaths of it. It'll still be fresh for me. I mean, like, oh shit, okay, oh yeah, that was supposed to. I just don't. I don't feel like uh, in this particular case. I was like, oh, if they do that, that's kind of cool. You know. Well, I think like the yeah. like the way we are. It's like even if you know something's going to happen, it's like seeing the execution of that's it. That's all it is, is just for me. as yeah. is just as sure, you yeah. know, yeah, exciting. I Did you guys have any? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think it's like for me. Just uh, I know this just from writing. Everybody's like, I have an idea. I find out like you're a writer. I have an idea, honey. Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody alive has ideas. Sit down at a keyboard, typey type type, you know, and then get that mm-hmm. all out of you, and then go back and do a second draft and a third draft, and then, then let's get excited. But it's like so people can tell me ideas or spoil things. I'm like, I want to see the execution of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm here for. Because that is what the story is. The story is the thing like that. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, me and Harley got into one of these rabbit hole discussions that we usually do. Is that, um, what if at the end of Infinity War, Thanos dusted himself? And then the next movie, they would find a way to have to bring everyone back knowing that it would also bring Thanos back. That could have been interesting. Although, I don't think it would have worked because he is the last of his race. Yeah. And if it wipes out half of a race, like there's like less than half at this point. So I don't think that would have worked to begin with. Uh, but yeah, I was going to ask you guys, did you have any takeaways from your <laughs> quick rewatch of the Avengers movies this week? Um, we still have to new go back takeaways? And we still have to finish yeah. Infinity War again. I mean, we've seen it like twice. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm noticing a lot of things that I didn't. Me too. You know, especially when it comes around with the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I didn't even put together, you know, uh, Doctor Strange and his stone and all that kind of stuff. You know, it was just, it's kind of cool. We were watching them in a jumble. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. See, that's what I was, uh, we were talking about it. It's like, you know, because usually at the end of the year we do like, we watch a whole series. We'll do like Band of Brothers or something. I mean, how cool it would it be to watch all of the Marvel movies in like, not order of when they were released, but in their chronological order as how they play out in the universe's timeline. Yeah, that could be cool, except we don't know 100% what is the chronological order. Yeah. Um, Marvel did put out something, but even that is not... Because they were trying to say, like, Infinity War happened in 2017, and like a week after Black Panther happened, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Huh. Um, no, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. The and Marvel was... Watch yeah is super fun. There's so many gems in there. Well, maybe after Pardon this the last pun. one, the 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 chronology will, you know, maybe there there's a reason for that. They may just oh snap us yeah. like like there's there's the snap and then there's the oh snap where they're just like. All these movies need to be watched, and you're like, "What is going on?" That's what I'm waiting yeah. for. Watch my movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a big yeah. so and so dies, he dies, they die. I'm not a big, you know, whatever. I don't care about that, you know. But I just more like well, putting it together. The way the Russos are so good at this, they've had a plan. Either mm-hmm. they've had a plan, or they're really good at yeah. faking you out about how they have a plan, and they don't <laughs> yeah. really have a plan. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's the thing. It's like you just like holy shit they thought of this way back then you know like when this movie came out we hadn't even got to like end game well i gotta tell you i'm writing my first book and i don't know how it works like this i know you guys are very shocked that i'm writing my first book you've heard about it enough <laughs> could have finished it five times at the time i've talked about it but no when i i will like sit there i was just going i'm crawling through it again this weekend i know i know it's supposed to be done but i actually uh accidentally uh, erased a huge chunk of uh, a major plot point out of it and I'm trying to put it back in but a happy accident happened and doing that I was like oh snap this is a better way to do it so I'm sure that happens in writing uh, these these franchises all the time and you're piecing it together I know it happened with me in screenwriting where I'd have a computer crash or have somebody come in with notes and you just move things around and go oh 
yeah. Mm. Or like even after the fact, Jordan Peele, when people were coming to him about fan theories about Get Out, he was like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, I'm meant to <laughs> do that. And then some of them were intentional. So I don't know. I feel like yeah, it's happen. really it's really vague right now because we're not. It's hard to say just how much uh the directors know as they're making the movie or writing the movie, how it plays into the overall thing, because there's that famous story that Taika Waititi didn't know that Thor Ragnarok would end with Thanos attacking their ship. Right. He didn't set that up. Right. Like Kevin Feige is like sort of guiding these guys along and getting everything to fit in a certain order. Um, I know James Gunn wasn't writing the guardians movies with the overall timeline in mind either. Um, but that's a little more, that's a little easier because those are sort of out of out of timeline as well. So, I feel like you know when in this watch that we did because we just did pure <clears throat> going up to the Infinity Stone, like the, the Avenger movies. Yeah, right? just just yeah. yeah, just the Avenger. And my spider sense was tingling because we were like accidentally mirroring. Oh. Yeah, that was nuts. Avengers, so trippy. I just sent you a picture of a screen grab. We got it one morning last week. Yeah, and you were like, "What's happening?" And we were literally watching <laughs> yeah. the same watching scene. Watching the same scene. I was going to, like, earlier that week, I was going to text us all and be like, I think we should watch, or I'm going to watch, you know, all the Avengers movies. Just did the Avengers. And I never got around to it. And then it was just that, what, was it that morning we started watching? Yeah, and he was at lunch. Yeah, and I we just literally were. I wanted to watch something with lunch. Yeah, and then we were you just texting me that. I was like, "Hello." <laughs> we are in the same scene, yeah. literally in the same scene. That's crazy. See, our periods are syncing up. <laughs> That's uh, that's the equivalent when you're like hanging out, you're, like when you have dudes for friends. You're like, we're watching the same Avenger movie right now. What? <laughs> so that was really cool. What I did notice and what I appreciated in in this watch was that because I know Joss Whedon probably better than any of these other directors, um, I knew that I was in a Joss Whedon world a little bit, mm. and Favre has his own kind of feel. And yeah. then, who else directed these things? Is it just well, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh did the first Thor, right? <clears throat> and that one felt a little bit more, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenneth wants you to know <laughs> yeah. that he is classically trained. Yeah, yes, and that Kenneth. he is an actress director. And you know, it, but it it still had it still had playful moments, but I felt like it was heavier. Mm-hmm. Where Joss's things felt a little bit, they're very, obviously lighter. He's like, if you watch Buffy, I mean, came up with Buffy, that's what made me want to be a TV writer. Like, he's got that kind of fun, kind of off the cuff stuff that he brought to it. But if you go back and you look at the Marvel movies, I still, and I love Favre comes in and he's just, he does it all well. He can keep it light, but he's the master storyteller, but he's not trying to like insert his brand on it. He's just serving the story and getting it done and it feels really fun and good. But like, I feel like Taika with Ragnarok, that's the one that always stands out for me because it's funny. It's got his kind of flip on it. And and I just that's probably the most enjoyable one for me because Yes. I just love him. I love the way he does shit. I like the way yeah. he comes out the box with stuff. So And in, and also speaking to how they, they set things up really well. Um, you were saying like you guys are watching Ultron, you were like, Oh snap, like they mentioned Vibranium and Wakanada. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. And then I was just watching the first Avenger yesterday, and they said vibranium in that movie, and that's that was like the third movie along that's true. this whole series. I'm like, wow, okay, that is true. <laughs> so it's yeah. always there, and it's like you know, again, yeah. these, they're they're going back to that source material. They're going back to those comic books, and I think they really serve what Stanley. They really honor him, mm-hmm. and they but they also just they really did an amazing job bringing that whole thing to life. I like the like the you know and look I, at me late to the party. It's, that's why they call it the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Marvel, I get it. <laughs> that's me. And that's me going. This is based on the comic books. I did a good job. It's like Lisa. Said, welcome, welcome, welcome. Everybody. I like the um, like just the really quick uh, references to popular culture. Yes, that are thrown in there. You know, just like when 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 they're doing that the, the the Battle of New York and 
you know, towards the end, you know, not towards the end, but during the battle, um, Captain is, you know, giving the plan and Tony has to take uh, Hawkeye up and he's like, something like, hold on Legolas or something <laughs> like that. Better clench up Legolas. Yeah. And I was like, did he <laughs> yeah. just say that? <laughs> there was just like a, and that would be a Joss Whedon joke. Like he's, he's that, he's king of the nerd jokes. Like you have to be, they're, they're meta, yeah. they're fun. Yeah. Just that crossing those, the, the two, the, the nerd worlds yes. is just, it's hilarious. He's really good at crossing the streams, I have to say. And Taika's good at it too, but Taika has that more, he's got that New Zealander kind of take on it. It's just, I don't know how to describe what Taika does, but he just does the, he does the, him and Jermaine do this in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which we're about to get to. Uh, they just have that kind of, it's this sweet kind of funny take on things from the outside. Like we're in that in Ragnarok, you know, we've got Thor in that, that Mobius prison with, uh, who's the rock guy? Korg. Uh, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I got in a fight with my mother's, with my mother's, uh, my stepdad. <laughs> he's just going on about that. Yeah. And he just sort of brings this very common kind of thing to this character where I'm just like, oh, that's what Taika does. He just makes yeah. it just this regular kind of world inside the universe, if that makes any sense. I'm putting it in a very, very ham- handy way, but you know what I mean, people. Yeah. Um, is that good for our, are we are we done with Endgame for now? Yeah, we've, we've marveled out. We've yeah. marveled <laughs> out. Sorry, guys. If, you, if, you don't, if you're not into it. Uh, so what we do in the shadows, I was under the impression that I thought this was Taika and Jemaine Clement, who are buddies. They're both, they're both New Zealanders. Jemaine Clement, of course, you know, is one half of Flight of the Concords. I knew about him way before I knew about Tika. Um, but I don't, I thought that Taika was one of the creators of the show. And as I crawl through IMDb, I don't see his name attached to it so much. I feel like he's a creator, maybe, but, huh, it's like Jermaine's all over this, but wasn't, I know that Taika was in the film, What We Do in the Shadows, but they're not in this. This is the TV series on effects. So I'm very confused. I mean, I'm trying to find his credit in this and I don't see it. So am I just missing something? Or it's just, it's like, because FX does this, it's like Fargo when, you know, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, but I don't think so. I mean, the, the thing that I felt these guys were, they were driving this and they do talk about it. There's press of both of them talking about it. Hmm. Never, never mind. It's still amazing. It's still wonderful. I encourage everyone to watch it um, because if you don't, I've seen Matt Berry around. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I've seen Mark uh, Prokst everywhere. Uh, I've never seen Natasia Dimitrio or Harvey Gillen as Guillermo. Oh, my God, Guillermo. And then Kaven Novak as Nandor. They're these, you know, kind of, again, the same thing with, uh, with the movie. They're like these vampires that are kind of living in this. We're kind of like having to live together. Kind of chilling. And it's basically just like a roommate situation. And then you have familiars. Guillermo wants to be a vampire. He's been serving Nandor for 10 years. And he's just waiting to, like, get his moment <laughs> to be a vampire. And, you know, Nandor's just, he's like a, what a, he's a 17th century yeah. vampire or something like that. He's and like, I guess he's like the, you know, the Vlad the Impaler type of guy. He's a Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. But he's just also just kind of dumb. <laughs> Because he talks about, you know, when we would go and like, you know, don't pillage me. No, I am pillaging you and you. I'm pillaging everybody. It's just the whole thing is just like their particular brand of of humor. He kind of reminds me of like a NoHo Hank. He is. You yeah. Know, where it's like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I am just deadly yeah. hilarious. Everybody is just like unironically just hilarious and uh but i think the biggest surprise and again the whole thing is just a delight the execution of it is amazing it's just all of this really clement and uh watiti humor and i think jermaine he directs most of them he produces uh 
at least. I think he directs and produces, and he's a heavy writer in all ten episodes of the first season. But and you're going along, and you're and the jokes are hilarious. And then there's Mark Probst. He's a uh, Colin Robinson. He's an energy vampire. <laughs> this was like the stroke of genius of this. So Colin's whole thing is he just he has a he's a daywalker. So he has an office job, and he just stands in people's cubicles at some hapless kind of office-like place and just goes, hey, so you got a Prius. And he just like, <laughs> where, and they just sort of like get all of their energy drained. And that's how he feeds. And if he doesn't, if he can't board the energy out of you, he like annoys you. So he is like the biggest, freshest delight because he's such a wonderful character actor to get to see him like shine in this just makes me squeal. I love that, that it's the whole cast is just a bunch of, random unsung character actors who are getting their day see i see yeah taika is all over this i just don't see him in the credits i know he's exec producer he's in all of the south by southwest stuff so trust me you got to go to it it's just it's really really funny just seeing these guys um i forget where it's set i know they shoot it in toronto are they in New Jersey? I feel like they're. Yeah. I think they're in New Jersey. I think so. And then if they, I hope God, please bring the werewolves it's Staten back. Staten Island. They have to yes. take Staten Island yeah. or something like that. So it's like it's not like New York. They're just in like <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> so it's even got that element to it. And then of course there's all these kind of little surprises at the end of the pilot. Delightful. So. I can't encourage everybody enough. If you love just the wacky, if you love these guys' kind of sense of humor, you'll love this cast. You'll love the story. And it just also makes me want to go back and watch the movie again. Yeah, I love definitely. the were. I think I love the werewolves probably the most out of the movie. What do we say? We're not. We're werewolves, not swear wolves. When somebody <laughs> like says a naughty word, it goes, "Oh, watch your language." And then the hapless <laughs> cops just—it's just my favorite thing ever. Bat fight. Bat fight. <laughs> and there's a lot of that in this too. Like they're fighting in the air. Like it's just huh, the whole half drunk thing. I was in the sept and there's a bunch of people down there that are half drunk. Oh, who brought the alcohol? No, the victims are half drunk. Remember to drink the full victim before moving <laughs> on to just that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Wow. Did anybody see the dirt on Netflix? I'm gonna touch on it the briefly, dirt. and I want to. I wanted to linger. I didn't finish it. Um, no, I'm not a big Motley Crue fan. I've never hated them. I've never loved them. I'm just sort of a meh about them. But I feel like this is what people wanted Bohemian Rhapsody to be. What I saw of it was um, Vince Neil, the guy playing Vince Neil. He's like hammering a bunch of broads all the time doing blow off of their asses. Tommy Lee, in the opening scene, Machine Gun Kelly is Tommy Lee. is going down on a girl, and she she shoots across the room. And then at one point, we see um, Ozzy Osbourne licking um, urine off the deck of a pool. Now, that's just the highlights that I saw. I'm not saying that I hate it. I think this is what people wanted Freddie to do in Bohemian Rhapsody. They wanted to see like the band, you know, Roger was a prolific ladies' man. They wanted to maybe see this running amok on Bohemian Rhapsody. And I got to say, watching the the over-the-top stuff that happens on just about every rock tour from, you know, the what the 60s through what's the date of today, March 30th, 2019, probably less so now than then because of insurance and, you know, hep C. But, like, I feel like when you see it play out... I just got bored. I don't know if that's an age thing. I don't know if that's a taste thing. Like, I love Van Halen. I loved Van Halen. I would follow them around like people follow the, the Grateful Dead around. And um, I don't know that I wanted to see Eddie Van Halen doing rails off of a girl's, you know, body parts. I just don't, I'm not being a prude about it, but I just felt, I just got bored. Yeah, I think the biggest gift for me was watching Ian Rayon, who plays uh, Ramsey in Game of Thrones, playing Nick Mars. Is he playing Nick Mars? 
just the weird kind of the way he kind of dra- kind of drags himself through this ser- through the show. That was I probably will go back and finish watching it because of him. Um, and I love Machine Gun. I don't know anything about Machine Gun Kelly except for that he went to like be next to Pete Davidson's side when he was openly suicidal on Instagram. I thought that was really cool of him to go be with his friend. I loved his kind of Labrador retriever, Tommy Lee. You know, I mean, I enjoyed a lot of like the depiction. I don't know the band that well, so I just know a little, maybe a little bit more about Tommy Lee than others. I don't know why, but like... I appreciated what they were trying to do, and I know people are loving this. And again, Taryn Edgerton can be Elton, and we can show the drug use and the sex and whatever. These guys can lick up urine and just go to town on chicks and whatever. I still feel like, and they don't have to be in competition with each other. I think I can enjoy these things as well as enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody. I just... Something felt like it was missing for me. I don't know what that is. And I haven't, se- I haven't seen Rocket Man. I'm going to see Rocket Man. I love Taron, I think. And I know mm-hmm. he's saying. Yeah, me too. I know he's saying. I get it. I know he's saying. Do but, you- but Elton doesn't have a four octave uh, range. So I don't know how you make that happen. But anyway, I just feel like people are trying to compare and compete and still using all of these new films to shit on Bohemian Rhapsody. So I just have a question. What's up? Why are people still using whatever new biopics coming out to shit on Bohemian Rhapsody? Can't you like how does your how does your how does your iPod work or whatever you listen to your music on work? Do you like do you hiss when Motley Crue comes on and you cheer when Queen plays, or do you do listen to all the songs? Like I can listen to Elton John and Motley Crue and Queen and not hiss at any of the song. Enjoy all of I don't. Just annoying. Did I just talk myself into a hole? <laughs> I don't know anything of Motley Crue. I don't listen to, never have. So, I mean, you, it's a couple of people I know who love it. Who love, and I got to go back and finish it. And I'm yeah. not shitting on it. I just like, okay, here's the things. Metallica did this. Every rock, like every rock band ever, like they did wild stuff. People are getting head while they're sitting on the toilet. I mean, ugh. you know, people are doing all kinds of crazy. Sex things. I think after you go through the 25 of those, it's the same sex things. It's the same drug things. It's the same. It's a lot of secretions with your favorite people. I don't know. I feel like I'm not hating on that. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of boring. I read Playboy. I I know what Gene Simmons said about what Kiss did on tour. (sighs) But do, do we have to just, everything that comes out, does it have to be like, when fuck Bohemian Rhapsody? Calm your tits. It's fine. Everybody, it's over. You don't have to watch it anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the hate is for that. I just, you know, and I don't, I, I don't un- understand, you know, the wanting to have to see all of, you know, the lifestyle and all of the crazy things that the band did uh, for any band. You know, right? I was just like, well, yeah. whatever. Are you, is it a good band? Do I like listening to you? I mean. I mean, I, I listen to Enya when I drive because it's comforting and the L.A. streets are fucking hell. Right. I don't want to know anything about her personally. Like she shoots up cocaine in her eyeball? I, you know. Sell I, exactly. away, sell away. <laughs> what sell does it really away. mean? No, but see, it's just, you know, I don't know. But as going back to the Rocket Man is like, do you know what rating it got? I think it got an R. It did because there was, I was listening to something on the radio driving up to Malibu yesterday where they pulled a pretty graphic scene. And the guys were thinking, maybe they're trying to get that PG-13 rating. Yeah. You know, so that means it's going to be less than what people are saying it's going to be to I mean, get that I rating. Get, I get Dexter Fletcher, he's like, he doesn't believe it. He, he loves all the controversy, blah, blah, blah. I feel like he's more behind this than he, he was behind Bohemian Rhapsody. He, he came in off the bench to, like, finish it out, whatever. But with, And I think Rocket Band stands to probably be a great film. I mean, Taron is amazing. I have loved Taron in, in everything he's been in. He's been in some good stuff. He's been in some shitty stuff. But he's always been good. You know, he's like it says Rami here Malik. It's, it's not. It's not rated yet. Okay, so oh, it's okay. right now, and that's now. fine. I just, I guess, the question here for me with the uh, the Rocket Man thing is like, who who wants to see Elton? You know, have sex. Well, yeah, it, it's it's going back to that. It's like, why do you want to? You know, you already know. 
you know, with the rocks. I'll just read a book about it. It's talked about yeah. it. Yeah. So, do you know, do you want it? I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you get I from guess that. To play, to play devil's advocate. Yes, please. I mean, from please. The, from the trailer, it looks like they're going to touch somewhat on the on the drug problem he had. I think the 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 thinking of it is is that if we omit it, then we're ignoring it. If sure. it makes sense. Sure. Um. I guess there isn't a way people can figure out to say we know this happened, but we're just not going to show it. Well, I mean, they I did it. Like- they did it in Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, like that's what they got. Sh- I got shit on for that. Yeah, you know. But Rami so- even said that there's like piles of there's cocaine you- on the table. Do I need to do the rail? I yeah, mean, he's I mean- acting like an asshole. He's <laughs> yeah. kind of spun out of. Con- you know what I mean? And, and also that, that that made that film very accessible so people could see it. Families could go and see it. And they still talked about the gay thing. Well, unless you're in China and that just didn't happen. But like, you know, I'm just Jesus. saying like I don't. Now you're cutting off your audience and like people are like, fuck that. You, yeah, you should be an adult to know about. Uh, and I get it. I get all of these points. I just don't understand why we have to shit on Bohemian Rhapsody to enjoy the dirt and Rocket Man. I would like to, I'm going to finish the dirt. I'm going to see Rocket Man. I'm going to love that everybody showed up and like cares about music. And we're talking about these bands. I think that's cool, right? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it should be, you know. Uh, and again, I don't understand that. And if you want to see somebody look up urine, I mean, it's a pretty funny scene. I didn't know that Ozzy did that. I'm not surprised. Ozzy did a lot of crazy fucking shit, you know, last week. But like when he was on tour, he was notorious. He literally bit the head off a dove in front of Sharon in a record executive's office. A record executive's office. I mean, like, you know, he's also just a very sad, broken dude sometimes. I love Ozzy. I worry about him. I'm glad him and Sharon are back together. God bless. I'm just saying. I didn't mean to give that that much time. I'm going to go back and finish it. I Just, just for the sake that I want to see Ramsey playing Nick Mars. Just, I'm here for that. Uh... Do you have your next thing? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of want to get this out of the way. Um, this happened like a week ago. Um, but the a Warner Brothers CEO, Kevin Sujihara, ah. uh, retired. Well, not retired. He left Warner Brothers um, amidst this scandal that he was allegedly uh, offering sexual favors for this actress. Mm. Um. And you can make of that what you will. I think him leaving says a lot. Um, and the only reason I want to touch on this is uh, Kevin Sujihara has been credited by J.K. Rowling as the man that made Fantastic Beasts happen. She's, she said that, you know, we wouldn't be doing this without this guy, essentially. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know if... Uh, I doubt she's going to make any sort of statement on it. Um, it seems to me that they were sort of close. They did have a lot of conversations about the potential of this movie. Um, but all of this just to sort of lead into this weird stuff that's been going on with uh, what J.K. Rowling said on a, a bonus featurette for the Crimes of Grindelwald uh, DVD release. And she was talking about I don't know if you if you saw this, but she was talking about the the kind of relationship Dumbledore and Grindelwald had. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um She retconned that she did she retcon and make them gay? Were they always gay? Well, it's not it the the focus of it was was there were a lot of articles with the headline JK Rowling says Dumbledore and Grindelwald had an intense sexual relationship. And from that birthed all these memes about um, J.K. Rowling saying like explicit details about like the sex lives of her characters and whatnot. And so I'm, I'm seeing all of this and, and wondering what it's about. And so I read this interview and it's actually not at all what she said. Uh, the headlines were incredibly misleading. This is what she actually said on this feature. She says... Their relationship was incredibly intense. It was passionate and it was a love relationship. But as it, as happens in any relationship, gay or straight or whatever label we want to put on it, one never knows really what the other person is feeling. 
You can't know. You can believe you know. So I'm less interested in the sexual side, though I believe there is a sexual dimension to this relationship, than I am in the sense of the emotions they felt for each other, which ultimately is the most fascinating thing about all human relationships. Okay. Now, what's... So a couple of things. So I think there's plenty of things J.K. Rowling said that we can double down on without sort of manufacturing this weird headline that's come out because she doesn't say they had an intense sexual relationship. They just, she just said they had an intense relationship and she believed that there was a sexual dimension to it. Now here's what I'll say about this. If she can stop doing these interviews and doubling down and saying that there was a relationship and just show it, I'm tired of hearing her talk about this relationship without actually showing it. So if we could please just do it, JK, just put it in the movie so you can stop talking about it. Maybe. I, you know what though? I feel like I know what happens with that though. I feel like I know that's why she did it. It's like JK knows that her characters are gay. She knows they're queer. She knows, she knows. And we know that those of us who we know, but this is kind of her version of, I'm not going to come out of the closet with these characters. We're going to come out of Harry's room under the stairs. So I can't, I'm not going to, I'm just going to write it to the moment of saying it. And you know what I'm saying? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So that there's a plausible deniability with the people who think you burn in hell. If you're like that. Oh, that's I think that's what always huh? happens. I think this is what happens with these shows that flirt around the edges of like the Supergirls and the whatever. It's like they gay. No, they're not gay. They're gay-ish, like Gotham. We're going to queer bait the hell out of you. Like, we're not going to have that relationship, but we're going to, you know, and yeah, no. And that's why, I mean, it's very frustrating. I guess it's better than than nothing. It's better than, like, everybody's cisgendered on this thing. Yeah, it's it's what you said. It's the plausible deniability. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, if we can... If she can just like stop saying it and just start showing it, yeah, she would have a lot less problems in her life. I promise, JK. She would. I promise. Just, <laughs> just stop, stop digging the hole. But all of this to say, read the actual article and don't fall for clickbait headlines. Yes. Well, say. I mean, because um, I because I did at first until yeah. I read the interview. So you're asking everyone not to go online then, because you have to, <laughs> you have to, you have to sift through all the trash. It's like right. watching <laughs> watching white review white I just white Josh I just, try to review like us and just struggling with it and like I trying just to find it yeah I find it hilarious that um it's the Harry Potter fandom that's making this mistake that they won't take ten minutes out of their time to read an article yeah yeah because they read like how many pages of her work I don't know it's just right. Just, yeah, just, you know, just take the time to read things, guys. That's an excellent point. Um, like, her books are, like, on average, like, 600 pages, but you can't read, like, a two-scroll yeah. article. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the memes are great. The memes are funny, but there are plenty of real things she said that we can double down on if you wanted to go that way. There's so um, many things to be outraged about, guys. I got a list. Yes, yes, true. Just email Um, And last thing about this conversation... I said a while ago that there was a, a weird interview with uh, Dan Fogler, who plays Jacob, that the pre-production for Fantastic Beasts 3 was delayed uh, because they needed more preparation time. Mm. And as it turns out, um, and this is from Kevin Suchihara himself before all of that happened, um, is that J.K. Rowling is, has apparently revisited the script in light of the, uh, the reaction to the second film. Um, so that's good to hear, I suppose. I mean, it's good to know that she realizes that there's a problem or maybe Warner Brothers literally went, uh, yeah, we need to do better. <laughs> so, uh, please revisit that script of yours before we, before we actually make this thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I know we, we were kind of like wondering that when we talked about it, but apparently, yeah, she has been revisiting the script before they officially go into production. That's really good news. That's good yeah. news. She's, you know, we all can evolve. We all can grow. No matter what age. The more you know. <laughs> um, I don't think we, I want to go into Shit's Creek just yet. I think I want to wait for the season to be finally over. Are we? Is the season over? 
I don't think it no, is. No, there's there's one more episode. Let's wait for it to be over and let's do it next week because I want to like I got a bunch to say about Shit's Creek and I don't want to you know we don't really have a whole lot of time left. But um, okay. I do want to say that Simon Itani. I know, I know you guys get tired sometimes of me talking about Academy Award winner uh, Rami Malek. <laughs> I just love saying that. Oh my god, it just makes me so proud. But his uh, podcast Blackout is super good. I love it that it's not some big overblown thing. It, it's just a simple, fun story. It's an end of days thing. There's a conspiracy going on. I love Simon Atani. He's like nerd husband in the woods. It's really great. Um, because I'm on the bath thing, my new thing is when the Blackout podcast comes out, I listen to it when I'm in the bath. I listen to all my podcasts in the bath. Today, I listen to Uncivil and get really fucking mad. Every time I listen to Uncivil, <laughs> I get so fucking mad. The, the one that I listened to about Ona, uh, Ona was uh, George Washington's slave that he never relinquished. Your founding fathers are problematic. But like so, but when, when I want to feel good in the bath, I listen to Blackout. I got to tell you, just start from the beginning, listen to it. Um, what episode are they on? They're on, they have three out. Okay. So I don't know how many is planned for this podcast, but it's so good. I can't wait to, to start the next one. I know you like to let them stack up. Like we're doing that with Barry. We do that with Veep. We're doing that with American Gods. There's a bunch of stuff we just let stack up because it's really frustrating to sit in uh, day by day. I and mean, I feel like I should probably let Blackout stack up, but I can't. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like uh, I can't resist yeah. Academy Award winner Rami Malek. It's like you're it's like a uh, robot. You're not gonna <laughs> let that one stack up. I know. I can't. Yeah, I can't let uh, robot Mr. Robot stack up or Game of Thrones. You can't let that. No, stack up. like no. Well, first of all, bitches will be like ruining shit yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I forgot to to mention Dora Marvel. Speak, speaking of spoilers and yeah. getting stuff. Um, if you are like me and do not want any risk of any spoilers for Endgame ever, ever, ever. Uh-huh. April 22nd or April 21st, I can't remember which, I think it's 20, 22nd, is the London premiere. So, <gasps> so that's when the world knows. So if you do not want to be spoiled, delete Twitter, mm-hmm. delete YouTube. You, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think about that one, but yeah, delete YouTube so you don't get spoiled for anything. Right. Probably Instagram, probably Tumblr if you have it. Cut the just, power to your house. Just cut the power. Yeah, exactly. Don't go outside. <laughs> just cut everything out. Dig a hole. In your room. <laughs> get in it. Earplugs yeah. and cover your eyes. Right. Get some adult go diapers. into one of those chambers, one of those things, those, those anechoic chambers. Yeah, just go one of those. Yeah, get the adult diapers for that week and yep. when you go in the theater because this movie is three hours long. Um, oh, yes, you need the diapers. Yeah. It's three hours long. See, my thing of it is because I don't know what it is. I don't. I probably need to see a physician. I pee a lot. I know you guys want to know that. Uh, <laughs> like all night long. Like I just, I, I can't, I don't go into full REM sleep every night because I have to get up and like pee. So like me in a movie like theater, I'll have to like basically, it's like going in for an operation. I'll have to stop drinking at like <laughs> 3 a.m. the day of the film. <laughs> yeah. I'll be dehydrated, but I won't get up to pee because literally we know me like right before the movie starts, I have to run. You'll have to, you'll have to, we can't have a Coke or anything. No. We'll just have to, and we have to go to the early or early movie. Yeah. So like Thursday. the night before it's 6 PM, no food just, in bed, yeah. nothing. Yep. So I can get through it and just make sure I don't lose my place. What, yep. um, what day does it come out? The 26th, right? 26th is the official release. Some theaters we'll probably will get it here the, the 25th. The 25th, you can see it. Yeah. yeah. So and we'll beach go. cities will go. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. So we get that. But before that, when does Game of Thrones come back? It comes back in April. April 15th. Yeah. Right. 15th or 14th? I want to say 14th. Uh, 14th, sorry. Right. Yeah. So that oh, that's man. that's like two weeks. Wait, <laughs> that's two weeks. Yeah, because it's so that for yeah. me, like Whoa. that's where I am with that. I am like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So we do the East Coast feed. It comes on at six o'clock. We watch that shit. Like we watch it. We clock it. We watch it. There you go. And we will go into an episode by episode podcast uh, for Game of Thrones. We'll still do our weekly for those of you who are tuning in, and a lot of you are. Gosh, thank you guys. Thank you for rating the podcast too. By the way, 
A lot of people writing it, giving us five stars. Appreciate that, guys. Um, so yeah, that's coming up first. Like, yeah, we're gonna do a a a, a special standalone. We are overview before, yeah. right? Is that gonna be okay. next week? I think that's next week. We're I gonna assume, do a standalone. Yeah. We're gonna do a standalone prep of what yeah. you need to know going into the final season of Game of Thrones. Gonna have to prepare for that. Take some notes. Yes. Um, I recommend that everybody do a rewatch of the whole series, but maybe you don't have time for that. So we're going to hit you up with like facts and figures and things you should know about where we are going into Game of Thrones. I got time for a rewatch. Yeah. It's not like I'm doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and we're living under a bridge. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when does when does the episode, because I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to be able to see it. Does the episode come out on... HBO the night of it does it comes out and the, and you, we get the six o'clock feed so it'd be six o'clock your time on HBO you should be able to well because I'm watching because I'm watching through Prime oh because I don't I, mean, have she, I think the, it's the same difference I don't think it's like I think if you have it wait does it come out on Prime well if you have HBO through Prime you can get oh, that oh, oh, without oh. cable people like they get their channels that way. Oh, I didn't know you could I think do that. it's the same difference. I don't think there's a I could be wrong about that, but I feel like it it rolls at the same time. It should it should come out on yeah. all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because everybody on the West Coast, we get we get shit spoiled for us all the time. Cuz like, if not that night, then then I'll just catch it the next day and then we yeah. can do like a Monday night episode or something. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll make yeah. sure that you're like, but again, you shouldn't go outside or talk to anyone or interact with anybody on the streets. Sure. If, if you don't see it that <laughs> night. Just don't. Yep. Don't go outside. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up here, right? We're going to call that yeah. this week. Um, guys, all, you know you're probably listening to us on your favorite uh, place where you get your uh, podcast. But did you know, uh, not only are we on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on TuneIn. And a lot of you come to us directly on our, our website, ashlandpodcast.com. That's the fastest way to get it. But you can go to any of those other platforms. Uh, you can also follow us at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Ashland Podcast. And uh, yeah, come and find us there. Any recommendations? Any things that you guys are into that people should be doing? Life Enjoying hats. spring. Enjoy spring. Unless, of course, you have horrible allergies. And please enjoy your hazmat suit. And yeah, wear uh or put use hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. People are dropping like flies here. Are they? Like, everyone is getting sick. Yeah, I'm trying not to get sick so hard, man. Is it the is it the I have flu? no time for it. What do they get? Is it allergies? Or flu? There's it's like, it's like this heard weird flu. Is going like people get sick yeah. and they'll be fine for a day and then they'll get sick again. Yeah, my cousin had it's it. She's worst. in San Diego. My other cousin has it. She's in Michigan. This is in West Virginia. Yeah. Oh my God. I had that I had the, get in the bunker. I had the one day thing. Yeah. You know, a couple weeks ago. I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. Yeah, just mm-mm. don't get sick, guys. And don't if you sick. do, I hope you get better and I hope you're well. And so I can highly recommend taking baths. Just don't get bladder infections. And uh, using a phrase that I had from the last podcast, I think I'm going to use this one to sign off. So just remember, nudist who phone. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> you next week because I don't know how words work. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>